Hi everybody, you're listening to the Rope Podcast with Fox and Maya. Thanks for supporting the show. This is a show with adult content, so if you're not of legal age where you live, then turn off now. This podcast is about rope bondage. Rope bondage is edge play with inherent risk, and we strongly recommend you get proper training and listen to episode zero before attempting it. Find it at the top of our FetLife page, Rope Podcast. Fox is a rigger and Maya is a bottom, and we're rope partners, and we've been practicing together for just over a year. We are very excited to share our passion for rope with you, and we live in Thailand. Which is the best country in the world. (laughs) Okay, Maya, today we're going to talk about a hot subject for many of our dear listeners. How do I find the person or persons I'm going to do rope bondage with? Which is a very good question. So I guess the first thing that we want to ask is uh, why or what do you want a partner for? Well, uh, most people consider it more fun to have someone else to play with ropes (laughs) with. It is quite difficult to do rope on your own, I Actually, it's a thing. I mean, self-tying, we, we have a friend who did that quite successfully, yeah. and self-suspension, like as a performance, certainly is a thing. Sure, sure, yeah. No, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so some people will do it on their own, but also it can be very nice to, to do rope with someone else. So is there like one type of partner, or is there a variety of partners you might want to do rope with? I think there's a variety of partners. Um, So it depends on partly the context, and I think it also depends a bit on your own uh, rope goal, so so your relationship to rope. So for some people, rope is one of uh, many different kinks that they want to explore, and maybe they just want to get tied every now and then at a party or or for a scene, um, and it's not really an ongoing thing for them, right? Mm -hmm. Sounds fair. Um, but then I think there are other types of work relationships too. So what else might we have? Uh, well, rope is really a skill you hone and develop over time, isn't it? Yes, yes. And personally, I feel that having someone to go with you on that journey, or a variety of someone's actually, <laughs> Um, can be very satisfying like you can learn to work better together with your bottom if you're for instance a rigger and you can progress together you can set a training regimen together you can attend workshops together like you can grow together into the rope does that make Mm. sense yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And and I think the better you know each other, the more interesting or challenging things you can do, right? Because certainly as a bottom, I trust you because we're partners as mm-hmm. well as in the rope. And I will do more with you or for you because of that than I would do with pick-up play. Yeah, sure. I, you, you trust me more because I have more incentives for you to stay alive. <laughs> Yes, I would hope that is the case, yes. Um, but other reasons too. Um, so, so you can have a, a rigor bottom rope relationship that's very rope-centered and doesn't have you to can. have any um, any other kinks or any other sexual component at all, right? Yeah, you, you can be like, you can be two friends who do rope together. Either one is the rigor and the other is the bottom or you switch around. That's also pretty yep. common. 
And yeah. th that doesn't mean you're uh, romantically involved. That doesn't mean you're um, sexually active together. You can just be together for rope and like be friends or even like maybe just meet once a week for rope and that's the extent of your interaction with the person. Yeah, totally. And I've certainly done uh, rope with friends in that way where they practiced on me um, and it's not a sexual thing. It's just uh, helping them to practice. Have you found that to be different from the rope we do together though? <laughs> yeah, I think there are a lot of different types of rope. Um, so doing non-sexual rope with visiting people mm -hmm. is different from practicing with a friend, is different from doing rope at a party, is different from our relationship, which is obviously all the, all the things. All the things indeed, Maya. Okay, so yeah. that's the kind of partners you may want to have. Now the question, which is at the core of this episode, is how do you find the person? Mm, yeah, so how did we find each other? Uh, well, you bought me. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have asked it. I bought you? How did I buy you? Uh, I think I told the story last time, you can tell yeah, us Yeah, okay, I, I'll try to summarize for the people who haven't heard that episode yet. Uh, we were, we didn't know each other, we both went to the same party separately. Uh, it was here in Bangkok, and that party was an auction uh, for charity. And I had put a rope scene up for auction, because I do it for the children, Maya. <laughs> uh huh. I don't do it to the children, luckily, but I do it for no, the children. The really. distinction is very important. It's very important, yes. And uh, I went up for auction at the opening of the night, and when you saw me, you were so smitten that you basically oh, threw the contents of your wallet oh at me. <laughs> that doesn't sound entirely accurate at all. Uh, that's how I remember it. And then there uh -huh. was the finger incident, but maybe we don't Shh, want to no. talk about that. Don't talk about that. That's not work okay. related. Anyway, so that's okay. that's one way of doing it. If you have an active community, which you're a part of, and there are play parties, you can just go to the munches and go to the play parties and chat up people and see who likes rope. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a very good way. I think meeting people in person before you tie with them and getting recommendations from people. So even though, so at that party, even though. I bought you and then we did a scene. In between buying you and doing the scene, I talked to several people about you mm -hmm. <laughs> to check that you were legit and that I didn't have And I was as dreamy as I looked. Stop it. Just, just to see if, um, if, yeah, if there was any bad vibes that people had about you or anything like that. Yeah. And, and the, um, the, organizer, the organizers of the party during the auction also gave some references and so on. Yes, exactly, exactly. So I do think personal recommendations is a really great way. And watching people tie. So if you go to a party and you see people tie people, I think that's another great way. So in fact, the person who I tied with in England, I saw him tie at a jam, his partner. And I loved mm. the energy they had together. I thought it was just delightful. And so when there was an opportunity where he could tie me, I asked him if he would. And it was yeah, really nice. That's, that's an excellent point. And actually, the last play party we were at together, uh, we did a suspension scene. And after which, we were contacted with uh, a rope bottom who saw us tie and uh, expressed interest in being tied by me after seeing me tie you. Yep, yep. 
Um, so that's definitely one way. Mm-hmm. Um, what what other ways might we might we have? Well, you you mentioned uh, previously in our episode about uh, rope tourism that you had a way of uh, preparing ahead with fat life and finding uh, partners for a workshop. I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. How, how did you how did you do that? So for a lot of um, workshops or, or jams or socials or any kind of regular rope events, a lot of them will have a group or some kind of pre pre night message board on FetLife where you can connect with other uh, riggers or bottoms, mm-hmm. um, tops or bottoms. So they they have a kind of um, a system I guess if you're unattached and you're looking for someone so that's one way Um, and then you can also email the organizers and ask Mm. them if they can recommend anyone and I've done that in uh, the US and in the UK yeah that's that's an interesting point and I think it works outside of events also because uh, as a more visible person who does rope rope in, uh, in Thailand uh, quite often, people who will visit Thailand on a vacation or such will contact me and ask if I can recommend a, a rigger or a rope bottom for them. Hmm, that, that's a good point. So that leads to using how you might use your FET profile. So mm-hmm. how you use your FET profile, very rope-based. So how, how do you do that? Uh, yeah, my, my FET profile is very rope-based because I would say that rope is by far the main interaction I have with new people. Mm-hmm. I have some of the kinks, but those are uh, those mostly live in my long-term relationships. And for something more casual, or someone who's uh, who's around only for a short while, and so on, or just for beginning, and then maybe moving on to other things, I would definitely start with rope. So my uh, my Fed profile is very rope-oriented, both the text and also the photos. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I display quite a bit of uh, of a rope I've done. And actually, I would say that I'm very lucky that I'm quite often contacted on FET by uh, by women who would like to tie with me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so what do you think is about your profile that um, uh, l- helps women to feel safe enough to contact you? Uh, I think it's being very straight and to the point with uh, what I'm offering and uh, what I'm prepared and not prepared to do. Like, uh, I'm... I'm I'm of the school of thought that if you want something, you should just ask for it in very clear words. <laughs> and then if what I'm offering is interesting to someone, they will contact me. And if it isn't, then they won't. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely evolved my profile more to be more focused on rope, mm-hmm. especially as I've done touristing. And when I do do rope touristing, I try and put up a picture of it so people know that I've been to other communities. Yeah. Um, so, so they act as kind of, I guess, reference. It is. Reference it is an additional. Uh, it is an additional form of vetting when you've been to several active communities yeah. and behaved well there and were like a welcome addition to to their events mm. and so on. So exactly. it speaks to your behavior and your responsibility, I would say. Yeah, yeah, and and when people are, are comfortable with it, I'll name them on my profile, and I feel like then they can act as references. Should. Um, should anyone want to contact them. Yeah, sounds fair. Hey guys, this is Fox coming in for a short break. We really love making this rope podcast and sharing it with you. Sadly, hosting a podcast isn't free, far from it actually. So if you like this podcast and you want to support us, you can do so at ropepodcast.com. 
you find ways to buy rope stuff so that we get a cut from your purchases and also ways to donate to us directly. And if you can't afford to do that, that's okay too. Just enjoy the podcast. Now back to our normal programming. So if you if you live in an area that has an active king community, that's probably the easiest way to get it done. Now, if you're in a more rural area or in a country that does not have much in the way of organized kink, are, are you out of options? You're not out of options, but it does become a bit more challenging. So we, I guess, go then to the, the dating apps. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've never used them, but I'm told they're pretty terrible. Um, it depends. So you could, uh, we know someone who puts his rope on Tinder. So his, he do. has a Tinder profile mm-hmm. and it's very rope focused. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some challenges with that, right? Uh, yeah, I think he complained a lot about getting uh, reported by, by women and get, having his account taken, uh, taken off uh, several times. Repeatedly, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he, he puts rope on his Tinder and, and not... Um, He's not inappropriate in the way he displays it, but still people can be quite upset and offended by it. Mm. Um, I think that if you use something like OkCupid, which is probably quite a a liberal set of people that use Mm. it, and you can also talk talk a lot more, um, uh, uh, you know, it gives you more than like one paragraph to talk about yourself, I suspect you'd have more success there and we certainly have friends who have very kinky profiles on OkCupid, not rope specifically, but kinky, and that does seem to get them some connections. So that's another possibility. And on those uh, dating apps or dating sites that are more nila oriented, you probably want your rope photos to be fully clothed, right? Yes, very much so. Yeah, yeah. don't don't mix the sex and rope, even if you're going to in real life, because yeah, they are you're not, just they are not fit life, right? No, they are not. We we tend to forget how easy it is to scare up vanillas. Yes, and uh, yeah, I think that's very true because the context that we spend yeah. a lot of our time in is is very rope oriented. We have a, a normal group that is uh, very used to those things. We do. Um, okay. So what what does it change if we're uh, addressing vanillas rather than kinky people? Um, I think go gently. Um, yeah. is probably the first thing. I probably wouldn't start with pictures of people upside down suspended. Yeah, I can first see thing. how that could be intimidating to some people. <laughs> yeah, because if you've never come across work before, then uh, yeah. I think so what, what, what do you think would be good photos to put on a Nila site as a gentle introduction to rope? Um, I think some pretty rope, actually. But yeah. it, I mean, okay, so I think it might depend on gender, and I'm going to generalize a okay. bit, but I think... Um, I suspect for women, mm-hmm. then some pretty rope is quite interesting because it's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that it could be aesthetically like pleasing. Like a carada or something like that. Yeah, like a carada. Um, I think some um, bondage talk, mild bondage talk, would be would be fine. Okay. Um, because I think people can kind of get that. Um, you know, like the, a, the, the a wrist, uh, a wrist, a yeah. wrist tied to a bedpost, something. Yeah, because that would de- very definitely sift in or sift out people who like a bit of gentle kink. Don't you think? Yeah, and and the sifting is a big, big part if you're going on the dating apps, isn't it? Yes. So yes. You, you do report getting. I think you call it dross. That's, yes. that's your term for it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I sift through a lot of and. 
I mean, it's much like Fat Life, actually, who I'm sure a lot of our listeners will be on. You get a lot of contacts from people who um, have expectations or, you know, yeah, and then unable to communicate. Of, and, what kind of expectations? Well, they just, well, if, if you're a sub on Fat Life, then you often get people who are demanding and feel yeah. like they want to be your dom or your master or whatever. Yeah, um, I, I don't get that so much. No, I bet you don't. I bet you don't. Um, so yes, you would have to sift through a lot of people on the dating apps. But I don't. I mean, I think it can still happen. Certainly, the leader of our community here, she often finds people on OkCupid and brings them into the community. And she's pretty good at it. She really is. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So say you've kind of hooked someone in somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you then? You've managed to connect with someone about rope, yeah. but you don't really know them, or they're new to you. What What do you need to talk to them about? I would I would bore them to death about safety, <laughs> like okay. all all the safeties, rope safety, kink in general, consent. Because if they're if they're vanilla or a if they're kink curious and they haven't been in oh. the community, this this stuff is going to be all new to them, and you yeah. just can't bring them into a scene without giving them the proper information because consent is only consent if it's uh, informed yeah yeah agreed and i think with with new people there's often this um you know like maybe they've had fantasies about it for a long time or it's just been something in the back of their mind and suddenly it becomes a reality and they can get quite um enthusiastic um and want to do all the things immediately and and I think you have to kind of just be a bit careful mm-hmm. uh, about about people coming in. And and I will say, from a, if you're meeting a nilla, obviously you're probably going to be a rigger meeting a nilla. I mean, I don't think that's that's something I intended to ask you. Like, as as a bottom, would you consider going to a nilla for tying you? No. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I know. Well, you'd have to train them. I mean, it's not it's not um, out of the question, but it would, for me, if I was on a dating app, which I am, uh-huh. then it would be about finding someone interesting to date, and then if I could get them to learn some rope, that would be nice, but I wouldn't start with rope. Because... So what, what if you're married to someone and you would like your rigor to be your husband or your wife? Okay, that's an interesting question. I think that's a situation that happens quite often, actually. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So then I think, um, I think there's something about sharing what you, why you want to do it. Um, So one of the things I come across, and and I think we'll do an episode on this at some point, is people really don't understand the interest of rope. In fact, you Mm -hmm. were a bit like that when you started, right? I was completely like that. Yeah. Yeah, so people don't really get it from the outside, and so I think if you if you're interested in it and you want a partner, a current partner, to do it with you, you have to try and explain to them why it's important to you. Yeah, and, what what and, you get out of it. Hmm. And hopefully, if your um, partner is, um, as Dan Savage says, good good giving and game, um, then they will, you know, experiment a bit with you, mm-hmm. um, and even experimenting with learning a single column um which you is can a, get a lot done with a good single yeah. column 
Exactly, exactly. So if you get them to learn a single column and to spend some time on FetLife looking at ideas for scenes, uh, you can do a lot. In fact, we have a friend who, who that's something they're exploring right now. And, mm-hmm. and once, if they're a personality that quite likes that technical aspect, then it doesn't take very much necessarily for them to start getting into it. And then you can end up with a nice river. Sure. And do you feel like it could be a trade thing? Like I'm learning rope for you and I've got like this fantasy I would like us to do as well. And I do mine and you, like you do mine and I do yours or something like that. Or does that... Mm, I think you have to be careful about trade because mm-hmm. you get into expectations. So what what I think, so this is stepping back a bit from rope, but what I think you don't want to get into is, well, I did this thing for you and therefore you need to do this thing for me. Because that so, would damage the validity of consent, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's, you know, I think it's more, I'm open to doing this and I'd love it if you were open to doing some of these things. Let's talk about it. That, that's a better positioning. Yeah. We don't want yeah. to f- force people into doing things no. they don't want to do, right? We do not. No, we do not. And and also back to the having your partner try rope. I mean, just just show them a few rope performance videos and see how they react to that and ask them if they would be willing to try some very simple things mm. and like go step by step. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Maybe in this episode we could share some of our, the performance videos that we like. Sure. That might be a useful thing to share because I think that is a really good point to try and help people understand what rope can be because it's so varied in terms of it how it is. is for people. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. And you and I, even now, are slightly different around rope. Like for me, I like all the ropeness, whereas mm-hmm. for you, you like other aspects of it, right? <laughs> Can you be a bit clearer on what you mean by that? <laughs> I guess for me it's more of a fetish rope. Yes. Uh, whereas I, I don't think it's a fetish view, right? It is. It is. Uh, it is a kink, but not really a fetish. No. Mm. Yeah. 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 So. But okay. I do enjoy very many different uh, types of rope. Uh, oh Sensual yes. rope, technical rope, painful rope. A lot, a lot of different styles, but mostly what I get out of it is. Uh, I enjoy my partner's reactions. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I love my partner's reactions, but I also love all things about just, rope. Just rope <laughs> as an as an as a fetish, as an item. Yeah, rope touching my skin is like immediately do connected. You, do you have rope touching your skin right now, Maya? There's some rope nearby. Yeah. It's never very far, is it? No. <laughs> it comforts me. It comforts me. Anyway, okay. Um. So I. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> no, I, I think it's nice you have some of my rope with you always. I do. Does, um, it, does it smell nice? So anyway, so I think there's something about stepping back from it all and thinking, what is it that you want from your rope partner? What, mm-hmm. And what is it that you want from rope? So yeah. this idea of rope goals, I, I really like. Um, I mean, partly because you and I are very structured and goal-orientated. We are... <laughs> this is the NTP club here. Yeah, we are very, yes. Um, and so thinking about what you want out of rope, like like you just said, whether it's sensual or pain or um, you just like rope is important. Mm-hmm. But then I also think it's really important for you to think about what you offer to your partner. Yeah. Because um, it's not all about you. <laughs> it is not. It's mostly <laughs> never about you, actually. 
yeah very true that's a, a life lesson um so so thinking about what you bring to the party so so go on tell me so if you were talking to a um, potential bottom what would you say that you offer them fox mostly resplendence and <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, uh, i in a rope-focused way, in a rope -focused way um, I offer well, a variety of ways to do rope, depending on what they want to explore. Uh, quite a bit of experience, because hmm. I've, I've done a lot of rope, uh, even though I haven't been doing it for the longest of times. I've done a lot of it, a uh, lot of suspension experience with a variety of uh, styles and people. And what I bring mostly, I think, is a focus on safety. And uh, mm. I'm quite well uh, educated about safety, and I'm very, very careful about my partners. Yes. I do put them very much at the center of my scenes. Yeah, yeah. And from a technical perspective, you have a lot of expertise around it, and you're very focused on learning and growing more, which I think is awesome as well. Thank you. And what about you, Maya? What What would you say you offer as a rope bottom, and what would you put forward if you were looking for a, a rigger? <laughs> Um, so I think I have a real enjoyment of rope, mm -hmm. um, and I think that uh, for people tying me, that's that's nice. So yes. I yes, will take to their rope, assuming it's a good connection. Um, then I relax quite quickly into the rope. I guess I'm a what do you say, melty bottom? You are the meltiest. <laughs> yeah. So um, and and I think for people doing rope, that that comfort in rope is nice because they can you know direct the scene and i'll very much go mm -hmm. with it um and, and, and also your hair is really good for hair ties now that we fixed it we don't did not fix it it's we just did. a bit longer it's so perfect. yes um and i'm also very open to to new things and to growing and i'm quite relaxed about them taking charge um and i think i'm quite a friendly and warm bottom as well you so I and, and I would add that you give um, excellent feedback during the brief which is actually quite useful uh, okay that's actually yeah that's a good point so to try and share experiences afterwards I think is very yeah. very useful okay yes. that's all from us at the rope podcast so don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so maybe iTunes or Stitcher or any other place and come friend us on our FetLife page, which is Rope Podcast. Single word, no hyphen or space, just Rope Podcast. We love questions from listeners, so drop us a message on Fed, and we'll try to answer you in an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. And have fun tying.